Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. How are you? Oh, I'm having a lovely time here in Philadelphia. I love it. I know as most people understand now um, on November 1st, which was earlier this week, um, we actually cut the cord and moved from uh, South Abington Township to Lafayette Hill, which is literally a block away from the city line of Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. So we're about seven minutes away from my sister who lives in Chestnut Hill. And um, we've just been packing and unpacking like wild, crazy people. So uh, it's getting much better with the help of, I have to give them a shout out, uh, with the help of uh, Caring Transitions of Ambler, Pennsylvania. They are the franchise, franchisee of Caring Transitions in this area. And a big shout out to the, the two women who were actually the packers with Caring Transitions in uh, South Abington Township. Uh, yeah. Their offices are technically, I think it's Scranton, I'm not sure if that's what they, they say on their logo, but Lori Ligorio is the woman uh, who has the franchise and she has some absolutely incredible people who helped to pack everything and, and do it in such a way that it was empathetic as well as practical you know, and so we got it done. And um, Cadden Brothers uh, brought, brought it down. They packed the, the, the truck up on Tuesday, and they brought it here on Wednesday morning. So I was not here for that part, thank God. I don't think I could have been in and out the craziness. But anyway, that got done, and then the Caring Transitions team of Ambler were here to meet them. And they picked up where the Caring Transitions group in Scranton area left off. So it was a really nice, literal transition. And, uh, you know, we're still going through boxes. But uh, I think for the most part, uh, it's livable. And I have to go out and get some furniture because I intentionally did not bring or take, I don't know what the word is, Joan would tell me that, of that furniture that was in the living room and the dining room. Uh, So I just, I need to replace it in some way, shape, or form. So I will get on to that next week. And um, plenty of places in this area to find that. So I'm... Well, that's uh, how it would be. The exciting part, Lynn, is to get new stuff and... Yeah, it is. You know, feel like you're kind of starting over a little bit and... Oh, yeah. See, and you know me, I am in love 
with the Philadelphia area. I know. Now, when I got married, as I've said a million times before, when I got married in 1986 and moved from my West Scranton home that I, where I lived with my parents, moved to Center City, Philadelphia. And, mm-hmm. of course, my mother was like, oh, my God, my mother, my grandmother. Oh, my God, I'm so nervous. You're and it was, it, you, you have no fear. You know, 25 years right. old, you just don't have fear. And so um, I love it. I loved, I fell in love with that city. It, to me, Philadelphia is like a big Scranton because mm-hmm. all roads, lead to Scranton anyway, and everybody knew somebody as I met them in Philly. Um, Everyone knew somebody, and I loved it. I worked for a bank. I got my real estate training and licensing when I lived there. I went to Penn State here for that, but then I took the test when I lived in Philadelphia, worked for Weikert, got great training, And, um, and then I worked at these great banks, and I just met so many great, wonderful people, and I just, I'm, I love the area. And because I sold real estate for a while, I learned all of the surrounding counties like Montgomery and and Delaware Mm -hmm. and Bucks and not as much Chester, although that's, you know, still right there um, because that's a little more rural. But um, it's just, I love any place. I love that whole area. So to me, if I had to go anywhere beside my loved of, beside the, the Delaware shore, which I it's so close to Philly. You're like an hour and a half away. That area yep. is just is so southeastern Pennsylvania is beautiful. So um, I, I, but I love it here. But I love that too. So, Lynn, if you could be in a, if you can't be here, that's second best. <laughs> yeah, I tend to agree with you. I've, and the thing is, everybody says, "Why now? Why are you doing this now?" And the most logical. Why not? Yeah, well, the most logical reason would be because my sister is here, my family is here, blah, 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 blah. Okay, that's a good reason and and something people can relate to. But what they may not know is that for the last 30-some years, I've looked for opportunities, actively looked for opportunities for me to affiliate with, be part of a business in the Philadelphia area. Because I've, since my sister came here, when she graduated from nursing school at Marywood College, she and three of her classmates, who were also friends from West Granton High School, they all came down here as soon as they got their degrees. And I would come down to visit, and I absolutely loved the area where mm-hmm. she lived. And I just yeah. fell in love with it. Yeah. So I always wanted to do it. But one of the things I discovered, and I think a lot of other people as well, during COVID and the use of electronic uh, ways of communicating, uh, you don't need to be in any particular place in order to have a viable business. Right. For some people, that's not true. But in this case, it is. So I learned that I don't have to... I don't have to be a part of anybody else to do this. I can come to Philadelphia and maintain my business, which is exactly what I've done. Right. So, so I'm, I'm really happy with the way this is. It gives me a chance to do something I've always wanted to do, and now, now is the time. So right. hats off to everybody in the universe who set this up and said, it's time. 
So here I am. And uh, yeah. Patrick is very excited about being here. He really he yeah. likes the apartment. He really enjoys just being here. He loves seeing my sister, um, my niece and, and nephew-in-law, and her two girls were over here on Wednesday night. And he loved them. He loved them. And it's just so nice to be around kids that he really enjoys. So he's looking forward to visits from you and Meyer and says, you know, I hope they'll come and visit. I said, I'm sure they will. Oh, you know, there's no Well, you know, it's, it's harder, I think, for him because of the fact that he had, and because I, I really spearheaded a lot of it, but he had relationships with people outside of the house we lived in that were very supportive of him. And even the hairdresser, you know, the beauty salon, um, he loved to go there. He was going to uh, the body dynamics, which is the Pilates and physical therapy. And so he had all these social outlets that really supported him and it wasn't anything about me. It was just him. And so now what I have to do is try to recreate a lot of that so that he's able to, uh, you know, just have more of a life than just being here with me. And it takes some time. It takes some effort. And the cats are doing really, really well. <laughs> They're very happy to be here. And to them, it's a non-event. They don't really care. But they can't go outside here because I don't want them to. But other than that, well, they're fine. Yeah, they, they'll be at the King of Prussia Mall before you know it if you let them out there. <laughs> yes. There you yes, go. actually, the Plymouth Meeting Mall is much closer. To All here. right, well, you never know with those cats, though. Mm-hmm. This is true. Yeah. yeah well, that's so, great, Lynn. I think it's all, you know, working out quite well. The only thing I would like to do is just get my internet and cable set up so that we can feel a little bit more comfortable in our own house. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. And and that's an issue that we're not going to get into because it's been one wild and crazy ride. And even with the support of my nephew-in-law, who is a computer whiz, he is stymied by this whole thing. He can't understand what happened. I said, well, I, I, you know, if, if you can't fix it, then I guess I didn't do anything wrong. Okay. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's quite an adjustment, you know, finding food stores. And I, my sister told me about Giant Direct, which is, you know, it's a nice food store. But we're so close to Chestnut Hill, which is across the street, literally. Um, we can find uh, tons of wonderful restaurants, food markets, all kinds of things. And, of course, the most important is to find pizza. So she told me, <laughs> she gave me the name of the place that they always go, and it's called From the Boot, which I think is a really, really cute name. So like From it. the Boot will be our pizza place. And so Love we can... It. We can try that out. So that's Which, good. of course, you'll be getting tonight in typical Scranton fashion. Uh, yeah, Friday night pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. But, 
Yeah, that's so, you know, every day there's something new we learn, something new about um, the area and places that we'll want to go. I already have appointments set up for Calvin and Hobbes to go to a vet in the area. And um, that's good. It's good to know that there's one of those around. Um, Met some of the neighbors. And I have to get myself over to the gym that's uh, near the rental office. And you have a little card that you have to punch in. So I can start using that. And so can Patrick. So we'll see if we get him over there. Maybe he can continue to do some of his training that he was doing. And I understand they have people who do come in um, on a private relationship, but trainers who will come to the gym and help people work out, which is what I might have to do with him uh, or not. I can find physical therapy places around here. So there's a lot on my list of things and to do and people to contact, but I was able to stop uh, the Scranton Times delivery, which for a lot of people that's, you know, that's uh, Flintstone type things, but <laughs> I don't care. I love to read the paper, but now I can get it online on the edition and I can check out what's going on at home. So that's about it. Well, it's all good. Yeah, but it's good. Lynn, it's good to do it anyway, just to keep up with what's going on here. Oh, I absolutely you know? agree. And you'll be back. I mean, you're up at the lake. You own a property in, at the Paw Pack. Yeah. It's not like you're, you know, you're close enough that you're, you're here. It's a two-hour ride. It's so easy. It is. So. And we timed it. And we will be down, that's... of course. We will be there. Yes, of course. So anyhow, well, that's, that's the transition. Well, there we go. <laughs> All right. So congratulations so, to you. So we're going to take a quick break. Right? We're up for that yeah, now? Yes. Okay. And we'll be right back. You're listening to Laurie Lynch Show. Hi, this is Nancy Kamen from WILK's Morning News, and I know Laurie Cadden. A lot of people know Laurie Cadden. And more importantly, Laurie Cadden knows a lot of people. Laurie Cadden Enterprises specializes in fundraising, public relations, and special events. Laurie Cadden can take your business or organization to the next level. This isn't something that you learn about in a book. Heck, it can't even be taught. Laurie Cadden lives it. She knows how to work a crowd, open doors, and build and nurture relationships. With Laurie Cadden Enterprises, you get, ta-da, Laurie Cadden and her 20-plus years of experience. Call Laurie today at 357-8399, 357-8399, or email Laurie, Laurie, L-A-U-R-I-E, at lauriecadden.com, L-A-U-R-I-E-C-A-D-D-E-N.com. Laurie Cadden Enterprises, because it is who you know. I'm Dr. Nicole DeNova. Since VREC opened its doors in 2010, we've treated over 30,000 patients, including the puppy whose curiosity led him to a porcupine and the police canine who was just doing his job. VREC is located at 318 Northern Boulevard in Clark Summit and is open 24-7 for your pet peace of mind. To learn more about us, visit VRECPA.com or call 570-587-7777.
Well, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am a certified financial planner and managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And here we go. Yeah, here we go. That's right. Um, I was going to... Do you have something you wanted to say about your events that you've been doing? Well, no. Yeah, of course. Well, last night, uh, because we're taping on Thursday, we we pushed it back a day because I had an event last night. And um, the Broadway... Yeah, it's Friday Friday, morning. So... Uh, what? You said we're, we're taping on Thursday. No, no. I said we pushed no. it back a, a day because we tape on right. Thursday. So mm-hmm. we're pre- and because I had an event and that. So now we're doing it Friday morning. Um, we had the Sam and Jane Callie Star Award, which Broadway Theater gives out every year, and the proud recipient this year was Mr. John P. Carney who also happens to be a board member for Broadway Theater. He's a great guy. He had a ton of support. It was a beautiful, beautiful evening at the Scranton Cultural Center. Posh uh, and the Colonnade, Josh Mast and Paul Blackledge did a phenomenal job with the catering, the decorating, the flowers, the linens. They just did a wonderful job. Tony Bartocci's crew at Posture Interactive did a great video, and Tony um, is on our board as well, and he chairs our engagement committee, so he, he worked very hard with Frank Blasey, our executive director, and yours truly, to do to put this event on, and we had a great time, great turnout, and it was a wonderful night. I mean, I literally sat there. I didn't even want to leave. We had such a good time. I said to Deb <laughs> Peterson, they're turning the lights out on us. So um, John was thrilled. He has two of his little grandchildren were there who are adorable, um, Gwendolyn and Leland, and they're um, – uh, Leland, I think he said he was in, he's, he's, he's eight, and um, Gwendolyn's 11, and I had a nice conversation with her. She's artistic like her grandma Lois, Courtney, mm-hmm. um, who was one of the best around, and John's wife, who passed away a few years ago. And um, it's uh, Colleen Price and John's uh, son, Drew, are the parents of three children, and uh, J.D., their oldest son, wasn't able to be there, but Gwendolyn and Leland were there, and they're adorable. And then I was so happy to hear, and I didn't know, that Adam, um, John's youngest son, Adam, who lives in California, he and Tommy, my Tommy, graduated high school together, and he has a baby girl named Etta, which I love. And I oh, was like, cool. he has a baby. Oh, my God, I can't believe he has a baby. So anyway, we just... It, we, it was so it's just a wonderful, wonderful night. Great sponsors presented by Fidelity Bank, and we had terrific sponsors. And um, I just met so many, so many people I didn't know. I met a whole group of people from the Wright Center because they were one of our sponsors, which was nice to see and have them out because they came in full force. And, you know, just it was just great. Um, I just I can't tell you how people stepped up and did what they had to. He, um, Chris DiMatteo, who was funny, he, John Carney said today that he saw Chris at Mass this morning, and Chris said, you know, I'm a little disappointed in that video. And John said, what do you mean? He said, well, I taped a lot of airtime, and Tony only gave me a couple seconds. And then Tony said, it was about John, but Chris wanted more time, and that's just typical Chris. We were laughing at it. And Tony said, tell Chris I have three hours of him that 
is a is going to be another portion. I'll send it over to you, John. So it was just cute back and forth. But John was thrilled. Um, great support. Uh, John does a lot of work. He's big. He goes to 6:30 mass every day, and he's a member of the cathedral, and he's very active on a couple of their committees. And he's just the um, Father Tudgay was there, and he's a doll. He he is the pastor at the cathedral, and he came to support John. And it was just so nice. Another um, uh, guy who works there, and I forgive me, I forget Jim's last name, but Jim was a really good dude. He I met him, and uh, just uh, Alex Hazori. Uh, sponsored uh, was a sponsor the the board of Friendship House which I am on so is John sponsored Joe Wright Joe Latona Latona Trucking um, <clears throat> we had um, Don and Mike Barbetti Realty Network Group and um, the Wright Center were all in at um, 2500 and I know I'm missing someone which is why I should never do it off the top of my head but um, it was it was a great a great night and we had a really good time. So um, anyway, thank you to everybody and everybody who came out. The Culture Center looked beautiful, which is where we do our plays. So we had a great night and John was very very pleased, and he has a beautiful family. So here's to you. Cheers, Mr. John P. Carney, West it's Sider, Colleen. mind you, West Sider. Yeah, I heard. Colleen it. is it's Joe. Tough. Colleen is. Joe and Judy, Judy Price was there. That's Colleen what I thought. And Joe and Judy. Yep. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, that's great. So that's really nice. Oh, I'm glad oh, to hear Tommy. that. PN, also, Tommy and Foffy Karam and PNC Bank were another sponsor. Um, so mm-hmm. it was, um, it was, it was great. It did nice work. That sounds like it was a nice event. What was, was? What was the food? I don't really, I didn't see everything because, you know, I I had some of my favorite um, cauliflower and uh-huh. some dill dip with it. But other than that, I didn't really eat anything. So I don't, I saw shrimp. I uh-huh. saw other things. It was light fair and an open bar and desserts. It was very, very oh, nice. Everybody wasn't seemed very formal, happy. It wasn't a formal. No, 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 no. We, we did not do any. We don't want to do any of that. We want it to be free and easy come in have a drink have something to eat stay as long as you can it was um it was great so yeah that sounds nice Hmm. oh and the the carney grandchildren sponsored and the carney uh foundation sponsored i mean it was it was just it was a a great turnout with so many people um who stepped up so we grateful Mm -hmm. well what's coming up well, just the shows that through the end of the year now, um, nothing with Broadway. We have our uh, shows starting in January, and they are offering now a five-show seasons ticket because of our last show, which was very, very, very well received and very well attended, Jesus Christ Superstar, last year, last weekend was a huge success. And, Good. Um, yeah, and so now they're offering a five-show a five package for the – 20, you know, right after the new year, um, we'll have five shows, um, January, February, March, and April. Wait, January, mm. February, March, April, May. And um, okay. you can, and they're going to have that. So if you're thinking of buying a Christmas gift, it's always mm-hmm. a nice idea. I don't know the prices now off the top of my head because they've changed because there's five, not six. But um, you can call the Broadway office, three, four, uh, th- I'm sorry, 570-342-7784. 
Broadway Theater League's direct office on North Washington Avenue, 300 block, right across from City Hall. If you want to stop in, if you're looking for information, but there's great shows. We have Hairspray, um, Annie, The Share Show, Pretty Woman, and uh, Come From Away are the next five. And they're all three, you know, two of them have never been. It's just, um, it's going to be a great, a great season. And it is. This year is excellent. So if you'd like, nice Christmas present would be a, a package for your loved one. So think about that. Mm-hmm. And anyway, that's it. So, so that's when, you buy, when you buy a package like that, you buy general admission tickets or do you have a no 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 there's no ga there's no ga you have to always have a a section of and there's three levels and and but the beauty of being a season ticket holder is a you get pre-sales in advance b you get the same seat the same time every single show if you need to cancel because you're you have a wedding or an event or you're out of town one of the days you can move your seat and, and come another night or another day. We can't promise you the same seat, clearly, but you can change within the same area um, of your your um, tickets so that you just have to be placed on a different night or day. And um, you, it's just just a great way to support Broadway theater, be a member of the um, season ticket crew. And we're doing really well. We're up in, in season ticket holders from last year. This year we have... Um, a far greater number, so we're doing well. So that's it's just a good way to do it, support the arts, and um, you know we bring the best of Broadway to Scranton, and that is true. That is a really good idea, I might add. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. yeah. thinking about that in from the perspective of people who don't know what to get for somebody or somebody who has everything, this is really something different and something that they can enjoy five times instead of this is one, one hit. So if you right. got a season's ticket to the rest of the season, I mean, that's really a wonderful gift. That is Yeah, it that is. is nice. And that's why, you know, and it, since we don't have any more shows until the new year, this is the perfect time to put a show package like that on sale and give yeah. it to someone as a gift. It's, it really is a great idea, especially someone who goes in and buys single tickets um, to give them that that gift is is wonderful, and you know you're walking in, and your ticket's paid for. It's it's great. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Anyway, nice. listen. We encourage anything, whether it's individual ticket sales or not, or or of course there's group sales available, which is great. Anybody, ten or more people is considered a group, and you get a discounted price, and you can sit together. Um, so they're on sale now. So it's there's just lots of ways to look at going out on a girls' night or a family night and have a bunch of people the same, you know, everybody go. It's it's great. Mm-hmm. So, yep. So it that's where we're at time. with them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I was just going to ask you about something else. Not that Broadway made me think of it. But something you're doing um, with uh, fundraising. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember what it is. Oh, oh boy. Uh, distracted by a thousand and one things as I'm sitting here in this office slash second bedroom. Uh, <laughs> yes. Well, we have another distraction spoken from. Hold on. Yes. Okay. 
this is what I get for doing the taping on uh, in the room next door to these two. They probably see somebody outside. So yeah, anyway, I'm sorry about that. Dear God, hold on one second. Keep talking, Lynn. <laughs> okay. All right. So I was thinking that we will, uh, when you come back, we will talk about an article that I read from um, my favorite place, the Ethel, and it's called My Husband Has Retired and is around all the time. Not fun. This is a very funny article. And even though it's funny, it is something that really brings the point home. That when one person retires and is home all the time, it's a huge challenge to the relationship and to where do we go next. It's a very, very different relationship and situation. So. Uh, as this author mentions, it's kind of like, uh, you know, the, the world of COVID made it so much easier for her to work at home. But now her husband has retired and he's home all the time. So we are going to take a quick break and we will be right back. You're listening to The Laurie and Lynn Show. Hi, my name is Lynn S. Evans, CFP, co-host of The Laurie and Lynn Show. I am the managing director of a new business, Women of Substance, LLC, a financial planning firm dedicated to the specific financial needs of baby boomer women. I help them navigate through widowhood, retirement, divorce, and job loss. Send me an email at lynn at lynnsevans.com and let me know how I can help you. I'm also the host of a podcast, Power of the Purse, available on more than 30 sites, including iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. We record these lively conversations with women who've been there and have great advice to give others so they don't go down the same dark holes. And we feature some experts who share some great ideas to be prepared before you have to face these transitions. And we have a whole lot of fun. Please don't let the fear of not knowing about personal finances stop you anymore. I am here to take the confusion and mystery out of money. Go to my website, lynnsevans.com, and see how we can set up a time to talk or browse around the many blogs and other free info on the site. Remember, money's not the enemy. Your ignorance of it is. Business Banking at Fidelity. We have a great relationship with Fidelity. They're like family with us. They're right next door to my business. If there's ever a problem... Just one phone call. I don't even have to go to them. They come to me. It's great. I love being in the business. This was meant for me. We're very busy. I'm running every day, and I love to stay busy. So that's why I need a bank that's going to be there for me when I need them. Back in 2006, we were having a problem with our lease in our other building. We were looking for a place to go. We stumbled upon this this location. It's right in the heart of downtown, right in the, the middle of the city, and it happened to be right next to Fidelity Bank. They went out of their way for us to get this building. It was wonderful, and it's been a great relationship ever since. I have a business line of credit with Fidelity that gives me buying power. My credit card machine runs through Fidelity, my checking account, uh, my payroll taxes. They take care of it all for me. I bank with Fidelity, don't you? Member FDIC. We're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am a certified financial planner and a managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And before we went on break, I was talking about an article that I think is 
is funny, but it's not so funny. I mean, it, the point is well made. And as I mentioned, um, this article is from The Ethel, and it is uh, called My Husband Has Retired and is Around All the Time Not Fun. And it was written by a woman that named is, Janet. And everybody says that's true. I know. I know. It's written by a woman named Janet Armstrong. So this is really funny. This very well said. Starts by, honey, have you seen my coffee? For the second time this morning, my spouse has misplaced his coffee cup. Since I choose to not hear the first ask, I decided to get up from my desk to help him look for it as he was becoming louder and more exasperated. I spied it atop the refrigerator, informed him of its whereabouts, and walked back to my garage office. I sat down, quietly sigh, and prepared to begin my workday. To say that the pandemic caused a drastic change in my life would be a drastic understatement. It was more like a seismic upheaval. I was told one morning in early 2020 by my company to leave immediately and work from home indefinitely. What was supposed to be a temporary solution to an imminent national health crisis became a challenging new norm. Although it permanently altered my present, COVID-19 also provided an interesting glimpse into my future. Before the pandemic redefined the meaning of, quote, the office, unquote, I drove 40 miles daily to mine, while my spouse walked 40 steps to his, our garage. He was an established remote employee. So I moved into a spare bedroom down the hall. We settled into a comfortable routine and enjoyed the financial and social distancing benefits that working from home afforded. A wrinkle formed several months into this new arrangement when my spouse announced he was retiring, an event for which I wasn't adequately prepared. Our union became known as a, quote, mixed retirement marriage, end quote. Oh, my God, that's a funny term, a mixed retirement marriage. Okay, he vacated his garage office, and I relocated there, naively believing it would provide more space and privacy. I forgot that he had vital stuff stored in the garage, like machinery, an extra fridge, and every type of screwdriver ever made. He began to appear in the garage at inopportune times during my workday, which forced me to adopt the mantra, quote, be prepared, end quote. I activated the mute button to deafen online coworkers to any expletives hurled by him after watching the news. I selected a desktop background that obscured random body parts should he wander into search. <laughs> should he wander into search for a misplaced tape measure. I stood ready to stop a video call should he have the urge to power up his weed whacker. <laughs> 
Oh, my God. Okay. Retirement has afforded my spouse time to view endless hours of YouTube renovation videos and peruse Pinterest for decorating ideas. When he renovated the guest bath, he made all the selections, but I was asked to leave my desk many times to admire the finished handiwork. He loves to shop and purchase his big equipment items, which he stores in the garage. On occasion, he has activated the garage door opener during on-camera meetings, leaving my coworkers to wonder if my internet oh my connection God. had fried. Oh my God. <laughs> That's good. Oh my God. <laughs> he spends an inordinate amount of time angrily reading X, formerly known as Twitter, uh, guffawing at TikTok, and yelling at former presidents during newscasts. He asks several times a day if I've heard the latest gossip about a canceled celebrity. He also delivers opinions on who he has determined the idiot of the day. He wants to discuss all of this while I am busy creating a PDF on my computer and want no need quiet. Although I'm not at the point in a trend reporting happening in Japan where, quote, retired husband syndrome, end quote, is a leading catalyst for divorce. (laughs) I can see that. Yeah, I do not get overwhelmed with frustration at his frequent and noisy interruptions. In those moments, I just want him to go somewhere, anywhere. I encourage, okay, beg him to go to Home Depot. I jump from my chair to close, okay, slam the door he has left open while I reach, okay, almost for one of his tools to hurl when he interrupts yet another conference call. In a 2023 article in the Los Angeles Daily News, Dave Hughes, founder of Retire Fabulously, has advice for retired or mixed marriage couples that helps in setting necessary boundaries. We have implemented some of his suggestions. Go to bed together and rise at the same time. Negotiate household chores. Have honest conversations about income. Encourage the retired mate to stay connected with the world. Yes, adjusting to the constant togetherness has proved a challenge to our relationship. I have learned that patience, open communication, boundaries, and most importantly, humor are must in mitigating tense situations that arise daily. I chuckle when he yells, honey, want mac and cheese for lunch? If I am working, no, and try to laugh even while cursing when he turns on a buzzsaw. The unexpected, this unexpected life event has provided me the unique opportunity to see our future as a retired couple. I have a few years to work until retirement, and hopefully I will never have to drive back to an office 40 miles away. I know what that is like to be together 24-7, and I am hopeful that a great divorce, those that happen at midlife and beyond, not nor a targeted throw of a large screwdriver <laughs> is on our horizon. Oh, I, I see us as a couple committed to making our mixed marriage thrive, and I'm mixed optimistic marriage. that we will eventually 
live happily retired together if I can just keep him out of the garage. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Was that great? Oh, my God. I loved it. I loved, loved, loved it. It was so funny because you can certainly, I, I can see with many of my clients that that's the kind of transition that can make or break a marriage. And, I know. Uh, and nobody's, nobody was really ever expecting something like that. Uh, the the emotional stress of having a person who's working and a person who's retired under the same roof. Well, really very the other difficult. thing is this, here's the other thing I think. Number one, I was going to mention to you, and you said it in this piece, that this may be another reason for the higher rate of gray divorce, which is what I was yep. going to say, and then you said she brought it up. Hopefully it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. That could be another reason Um, because you know you're so when you're not with someone that much and then you have to be you're sort of forced into it it's it's major lifestyle change Um, and then you could realize you don't really like them um, and then (laughs) here you are faced with them but men don't if this just goes back to who they are they like yelling and coming in and doing their thing they don't they don't they never really think about what somebody else is doing they just do their thing like you know him opening the door or doing this or do they're only thinking of themselves because that's they're not saying oh i can't go near there because my wife is doing this they don't think that way and i don't mean that rudely it's just they're it's just what they do they always have to fix something they have to do their mind goes where that is to the end result and they don't pay attention to the stuff to the other stuff and in this case because she's not she's not like if she weren't home none of this would be happening but she's home working from a retired half retired half still working home it's a it can be a problem like she I mean it's Mm -hmm. funny it really is but I hear people complain about her all the time yeah oh my god he's driving me nuts I just wish he'd get out of here Mm -hmm. you know it just happens that happens I'm sure men here Right. I'm sure men hear women, you know, men talk about women. I wish you'd get out of here, but, but um, it's just, I, I don't know, it's just a habit. You know, women are just doing and doing for them in so many ways. It's instinctual. I think it mothers is. of sons, mothers of sons just are so hell-bent on taking, and I can say that, hell-bent on taking care of them that they mm-hmm. grow up sort of, they, that's what they know. Right. And like, God forbid you're an only son of a mother who dotes and who does. Oh, my God. You, you well, that's what I married. Take care of them. <laughs> right. There you go. Uh, yeah. He doesn't, mm-hmm. You know, and he's never really been that way. He's always been someone who wants to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. Right? For the most part? Yes. Like, do this, do that. I, yeah, yeah, we had, we had another little incident last night. I was... I was in here on the phone with the people from Comcast. I finally stopped it and got up and went into the other room. Now, note that I that you know I've been here for a couple hours, so he's been sitting in the living room, which is right next to the kitchen. And I said I went into the kitchen to try to finish a sandwich I had started two hours earlier, and he says to me while I'm while I'm in the kitchen, wouldn't it happen to be an extra can of ginger ale in that fridge, would there? I said, and if there was what? 
well, would you bring it in? I said, you've been sitting there for two hours. Why yeah, can't get you up walk and get in here yourself. and get it? Right. That's just, you know, he's used to having someone bring things uh, to him. And that's, when I'd, and that's when I'd, 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 uh, I'd pitch it at him. I was just going to say, I would take it out <laughs> I would and throw it at him. Hurl it, as, she, as the lady just said, <laughs> hurl it at him. And then when he opens it, it fizzes all over him. But then yeah, again, then you'd have to take care of cleaning it up. I know. Yes. I know. <laughs> you can never win. Yeah. No, you can't. That's why you got to take him out in the back alley and throw it at him there. So if it gets all over anything, it won't matter. <laughs> yes, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> not that I'm advocating violence. I'm not. I'm just saying no. that's the things you do. Oh, boy, okay. oh, boy. Well, Lynn, I wish mm. you the best Thank there. Um, and But, again, like I said, it's sort of like you're really still in South Abington Township to me because we'll see each other as much and it won't be a difference. So... Right. But anyway, everyone else out there, we appreciate you listening to us every week. It means a lot to us. And um, we hope you have a good weekend. It's hopefully not supposed to rain on this, this weekend. Uh, for one wow. Kind of, wow. Well, mm-hmm. Yeah. And the sun is shining beautifully today. So hopefully mm-hmm. we, we have just good dry weather and we're, it's crisp and enjoy it. So we will see you next week. In the meantime, be safe. And please be nice. Bye. Bye.